How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Touchdown at 10. Coming up in the 11 o'clock hour, we'll touch on the Capitals making more deals yesterday and what that means for them as they take on the quack-quack Anaheim Ducks coming up tonight as Brian McClellan attempts to retool on the fly and a young defenseman with some potential coming back from Toronto. We'll talk about that in the 11 o'clock hour, as well as Gunther from WWE, the Intercontinental Champion, joins us at 1130. Mm. Ron Rivera speaking at the Combine yesterday, multiple sessions, one with the National and the entire group, one with a separate break-off session with some of the locals, including uh, Odyssey DC's J.P. Finley uh, and Ben Standing included uh, in that group. Uh, in Indianapolis at the Combine. I guess the two most notable things right off the top, the interpretation of A, Sam Howe, QB1. In other words, he's the top of the depth chart. Why? Because they don't have anybody else under contract. Mm-hmm. He's number one by default. Now, if they'd like me to come to OTAs to throw some passes as an extra arm, I'm willing, even at the age of 53, to do that. But right now... Sam entering his QB1. They're interested in a veteran, obviously, whether it's Taylor Heineke or someone else that they bring in here, mm-hmm. and B, Deron Payne, and why they signed him to the franchise tag and uh, doing it well before, quite frankly, the deadline necessary uh, to do that. Let's start with the quarterback, interpretations of what Ron said about how really nothing new than what we haven't heard from, I believe, the head coach and uh, you know certainly the guy that leads the football side. Are we playing? Oh, I thought we were. Okay, wait. Are we playing? Um, no, I'm we, asking you oh, for your. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I, you were. I'm, I'm talking to you. You're I, my co-host. My, my bad. You're I, you're sitting right across I'm from sorry. me. I thought trying I, to include you in the conversation. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, not, no. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make it the Pete Medhurst show. I was confused. I, I, this no, no. is the Pete Medhurst show. I was confused. I thought we Chris were going Russell. south. I'm sorry. I'm. And I, Matt I apologize. Essen. My bad. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 restart the question. Restart the clock. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Ron, Ron Rivera saying right. yesterday, Chris, at the Combine in Indianapolis, Sam Howell is QB1, right, and right. that is a truthful statement Correct. because he's the only quarterback on the roster under contract at this time. But talked about bringing in a veteran. Right. Didn't necessarily say to compete for the starting job, right. but clearly it's a reminder to Sam that, hey, you're our guy. We need you to keep working right now. So when OTAs start coming up here uh, in a couple of months, that you're ready to take the job and run with it. Right. But if not, we're going to have a veteran here that'll be ready to step in if you don't meet 
you know, what we need you to do. Yeah. So essentially what I heard was he's he's QB1, which Ron loves to throw around that term. It's 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 really weird. I'll just say that. He's QB1, just like Carson Wentz was QB1, but he's not the starter. That's essentially, in a nutshell, what I heard Ron say yesterday. Mm -hmm. He's QB1, but he's not the starter. How in God's name do we get to this point where we're parsing and mincing words, and and we have the head coach say, somebody, fill in the blank, is quarterback one, but he's not the starter. You know why? Because Ron is channeling his inner, he's got the inner Chris Russell voice in his mind. If I declare Sam Howell the starter right now, Chris Russell's going to go on the radio. Grant Paulson's going to go on the radio. And they're going to pummel me for not saying we're going to have competition at the quarterback then position. Then say we're going to have competition. Don't anoint anybody QB1. Okay. That's the point. Right. Here's okay. But he's been telling every offensive coordinator candidate that he was talking to that Sam Howell was whatever this yes. moniker you know of why? QB1 you know why? means. Because QB1, what did QB1 mean last year to you and, and to this organization? From the day a handful they tra- of games. <laughs> okay, but from <laughs> that's the, all he played. From, from the day they made it official with Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. they dubbed him QB one. Was there any competition for starter last year no. at all in any way, shape, or form? No. Was there any question? No. Okay, so if I mean you say, well, Ron's trying to do it to avoid Chris Russell and Grant Paulson, this, that, and the other thing. Fine. Okay, I, I think there's right. something. But here's I think the there's thing. some meat on that bone. But how, again, just let me ask this: How how am I? Just me. Mm-hmm. How am I or any red-blooded Washington Commanders fan supposed to interpret what QB1 means if last year QB1 was the guy you stupidly traded for, anointed the king of, of Ashburn, and never had one ounce of competition for, and now all of a sudden QB1 this year means something different? You, you see where I'm coming from? But what that would mean is to bring someone in here that means that they would have to either draft Will Levis or Anthony Richardson or even a second-day Tanner McKee to th- and think that that person has a legitimate chance to come in here and challenge Sam Howell for the position, or they go out and they are in the Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr-type business here in the offseason. Tyrod Taylor, you know... Chase Dan- the Chase Daniel types Case None Keenum of- Case Keenum they're not beating out they're not beating out Sam Howe on what, physical ability What about Jacoby Brisket not beating him out on on, on not beating him out on physical ability I, I would agree not on physical on, ability on experience, but experience on experience okay. and guts so, so and me, intestinal me, fortitude because Brissett's got all that because he keeps they keep telling him every year you're not good enough and then he goes out and he actually plays competent football all right, Let me ask you this if 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 they went out and signed Derek Carr next week, which is not going to happen, Derek Carr is meeting with the Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, and the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, but if just hypothetical, if they went out and signed Derek Carr, how would they? How would Ron explain what happened here? Because again, he by report early on in the OC process. Leaked to uh, not June Jones, uh, um, I forgot the guy's name down in Charlotte. That hey, we're telling all the candidates Sam Howell's QB one, the starter going into the offseason. 
Ron himself has come out on the record multiple times, including yesterday, saying Sam Howell is QB1. But then he also qualified it as saying, but that doesn't necessarily mean he is the starter. And then they sign, let's, again, hypothetical, let's say they sign Derek Carr. Would we then say, well, wait a second, why did you go around anointing Sam Howell QB1 if you were going to sign Derek Carr? There's no way that Derek Carr is battling for the starting job. There's no way that Derek Carr is signing here as a backup. So do you see the problem with anointing what, someone QB1 yes, but what it's telling and what it you, means? What it's telling you, Ron is telling you, we are not in the... Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo business. Which he's also basically said other times as well, including yesterday where he said, you know, it would probably be, you know, uh, I forgot the exact words, you know, a veteran backup type, that Mm -hmm. type of thing. Okay. And still seems to not count out bringing Taylor Heineke back as a potential backup. But I guess where I'm going with this is if you're going to go out and call somebody QB1, if you're, it's okay to say, hey, listen, guys, he's QB1. That's my name for it. Don't question me about it. He's QB1. He's the starter going into the offseason program, but he will, he will have to earn that job, and we will give other guys, whoever they are, first-team reps because that's the only way someone can earn a – Starting job is to play against starters, is to, like, my problem with Ron since he's gotten here, since day one, in the last two years he's used this QB1 thing. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he said, my greatest regret is not having competition for Dwayne Haskins in 2020 when I first got here. My greatest regret, we are going to have competition. We are going to have competition. All right, we signed Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick. We re-signed Taylor Heineke. Everyone just assumes Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke are going to battle it out during the offseason program and training camp. And then on Memorial Day weekend, he goes, oh, no, 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick goes in as the starter. Or I think he did actually use QB1, that term. Mm-hmm. Okay? So there was no competition. There was never any competition, what have you. I, I, I guess my point is, like, did Ron have to come out and say, that Sam Howell is the starter, or that he's QB one. Did Ron have to? And if he's, he's the only quarterback on the team okay, right but now. But if he's so. going to say that, right? But we all know that they could still go. Why give away your leverage? Why give away your plan? Like why? Like now, it makes no sense to go out and sign a Derek Carr or a uh, a Jimmy Garoppolo. Even it makes no sense. Now you've hurt your leverage. What, leverage Am from I what? To, leverage le- from what? Well, because if you're Derek Carr, why in the blue hell would you consider signing here if the head coach is running around telling anyone who'll listen and anyone who'll slurp it up that Sam Darnold, uh, Sam Darnold, Sam Howell is the unquestioned starter? And to your point, you're right. He is the only quarterback under contract. That's we we know that's not going to be the case come end of April. We know that. So so we don't have to say, well, he's the only quarterback under contract, so who else are we going to name quarterback one? How about not naming anybody QB1 on January 8th? How about not doing it? How about letting us assume and speculate 
How about shutting your mouth and not anointing anyone? Somebody who breeds comp- preaches competition, competition, battle, doing things the right way keeps coming out and anointing people QB1 and totally changing his message every year like one would change their freaking underwear about this QB1 and the starter at quarterback and I understand it's the most popular position and therefore you get the most questions how about guys 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 but, but, it's January you- 8th it's February 8th it's March 8th we don't have what do a you starter want him to yet. Do? That'll be earned on the field. What do you want him to do? What do you want him to It'll do? It'll be earned do you, on the field. Do, do you want him? Don't use QB1, please. Anymore. I, I, I can't handle it anymore. See, I, I just think you're totally... I, I, you, don't, I, you don't have a problem with this? No. Because he even because he even said he's QB1 on the depth chart, but he's not the starter. Right, In other but then words, why he say hasn't... QB1? Somebody has to take the freaking first team reps. But you don't reps. have to label anybody. Just let everybody dangle in the wind. Maybe we'll sign Derek Carr. Maybe we'll sign Jimmy Garoppolo. Just because your name Maybe is first we'll sign... on the show because Russell and Medhurst flows better than Medhurst and Russell. I didn't choose does that. Does that mean it's like 1-1-A? One one no. Or does that I... mean you're the starter and I'm the backup? No, not at all. But, but, but just the point. I don't go, well... Welcome to Russell and Nethurst. As you know, I'm the lead host. Uh, you know, <laughs> Pete over there, little Pistol Pete. Just, just, he's my little minion. He's my little. He's my little pal. That's what my father-in-law Because it's Russell thinks. and Medhurst. My father-in-law asked me. He goes, "I thought it was Russell and Medhurst." Well, he he asked that. I don't know. I don't know, Mister Joyce. But he asked that because I talk too much. Not be, not because I treat you like. But, uh, but let like, me like let a, me ask you uh, to, uh, a peasant. But the same thing the the same thing comes back to that we circle back to, in terms of the philosophy, they are coming around to the fact they're looking at one of their division rivals. In fact, two of their division rivals, right? Who built playoff football teams with a second round quarterback and a fourth round quarterback, which makes all the sense in the world. Okay, they're going to try and do it with a fifth round quarterback. Okay. It looks like. So, from a philosophical standpoint, are you okay with that? Yes. As opposed to chasing Carr or Garoppolo. Absolutely. I've told you. Trading for Rodgers. Okay. Giving up immense assets for a guy that is so flaky, he might come for one year, and then you've given up three or four years worth of assets for one year rental of a guy that we're not quite sure if football is still the ultimate passion for him at this point. I say a lot of things, and I realize it. Sorry, Mr. Joyce. I apologize. (laughs) Don't apologize. It's all right. I'm just asking you, from a football standpoint, from what Ron is doing. Okay, I I, I told you from minute one of the offseason, I have zero problem. I totally support the notion going forward with Sam Howell as – the assumed or the planned number one guy, then signing a veteran backup, and then drafting somebody in the middle to late rounds of the draft to get him in the system. I have said that repeatedly over and over again. You know what I said last offseason? And in the 2021 season into the 2021-2022 offseason, they needed to go out and get a veteran quarterback. I said they needed to get a veteran quarterback. They couldn't keep dangling in the wind with Kyle Allen and 
Taylor Heineke and all these guys. And they went out and got a veteran quarterback. Now, they got the wrong one. They made a terrible deal, but they went out and got a veteran quarterback. And they've had so two that, years of bad luck right. of trying that. But but So that component, that component I agreed with, okay? Here's my thing. I totally support and agree with Ron and his plan to go with Sam Howell as the presumed starter. My point is, don't say that. Don't You don't have to tell the media that. You don't have to tell the fan base that. You don't have to tell Derek Carr that, or Derek Carr's agent, or Mitchell Trubisky's agent, or Jimmy Garoppolo's agent. You're giving away your leverage. What? Le- first of all, there is no leverage. If what, you're not what, what signing lever- Carr, if you're not okay. signing Carr and Garoppolo in the first place, you don't have any leverage. But but, but and they, none won't, of those they won't other even guys, consider you. None of those other guys. Well, Chris, there's only 32 teams. I mean, somebody's got to sign up, sign up as a backup somewhere. Maybe, but if Jimmy Garoppolo, if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't know that Sam Howell is QB one, if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't know that, would he take a meeting? Would he take a phone call from the Commanders? Does it matter if they're not planning on signing him? Uh, no. No, but what if what if they're what doing leverage? The, what, what, do they hang have? Second, what if they're doing their due diligence and just and, and and poking around to see if Jimmy Garoppolo would consider coming here as a backup slash quarterback competition guy? There are potential open jobs in too many places for Carr and or Garoppolo to even think they're going to be a backup. I would agree on Carr. I don't I don't know if we can absolutely say that on Garoppolo. He's a backup last year. Houston, Arizona, right off the top of my okay. head, potentially Tennessee. I mean, I mean, is it is it an absolute certainty that Kyler Murray's not going to be ready for week one? I think it's going to be a struggle based on uh, the early returns in Arizona. I agree. But it's not it, but it's not for certain that he's no. not going to be back until week twelve. I mean if he's on the if he's on the Chase Young rehab program, we might see Kyler Murray in two thousand twenty eight. Indianapolis, Charlotte, Tampa. Come on, that was a Tampa, uh, look, I'm, I'm still look, uh, look, and and I'm, I'm gonna end up being wrong on him. I thought Kyle Trask for most of his last year at Florida was really, really good, and I thought he was moving toward a direction of being an NFL quarterback. I'm very skeptical right now. Well, how do we know he hadn't played? I understand, but even the glimpses of exhibition games and stuff it's looked really awkward to okay. me so i may end up being wrong on him i thought coming out of florida he might be and he, and I, would, look, I, wouldn't, still, I wouldn't discount yourself so quick i mean i mean we, we've seen quarterbacks come in in preseason and light it up like a christmas tree and suck when the no, bullets no fly question real. i'm just saying there's too many other real opportunities for Carr and garoppolo to find i think more certain quarterback situations for themselves right, as let, opposed to the rest of the journeymen who will who will take the backup job for a couple million, whatever, uh, somewhere. Let, let, let me ask it to you time. this way. Let me hit it home like this. Taylor Heineke mm-hmm. is a free agent. He's been here. He knows that Ron, for whatever reason, Ron has, and Ron's not wrong, that he is not an every game legitimate big time starter. Okay? He knows that. Now Ron has already said publicly over and over again to anybody who will lap it up that Sam Howell is QB1. Again, 
don't say that Taylor Heineke shouldn't interpret it because when Taylor Heineke interpreted it and cried on national TV and everyone slurped it up that Taylor Heineke was the unquestioned starter for the rest of the year when Ron never said that publicly anyway. I don't know what he said privately. Chris. Never said it publicly. Taylor Heineke believed that he was the unquestioned starter for the rest of the year. So when Ron comes out and says, Sam Howell is QB1, but not the starter. The player if you're Taylor, if you're Taylor Heineke, had why, ample opportunity to I know, prove. I know, but he if you're was the man, but, he had the ultimate. He had the perfect setup, Pete. This year, fine. he was quarterbacking this team. Did he with great quarter I mean, with great skill people? How many first team reps did he get in August, July, May? That, that's not the point. Uh, September. That's not the point. The point was they. He had ample opportunity, ample starting opportunity. To direct this offense to key victories in November and early December and was contributing, it wasn't totally his fault. It was a team effort in terms of those critical losses. But he had a chance to elevate this football team and this franchise at that position and solidify himself for the first time because when he got those starts in Carolina, they sucked. That wasn't going to happen. He had a legitimate opportunity this year to solidify his potential career as a starter here if he goes and wins critical football games in his own stadium, make big throws at key times, and consistently could not do that. We love his moxie. We love his toughness. We love his story. We love a kid that's willing to look adversity in the eye, get up off the couch literally, Come earn a job in one of the most difficult situations ever and win some football games. But ultimately, we need to win more football games. Seven and eight wins is not acceptable. He had that chance to directly write his story and write an epic story this year, and he and his teammates failed to do that. It's not his fault altogether. Did he prove he can play in this league and shouldn't be on the couch? Yes. Did he prove he's ready to go toe-to-toe with Daniel Jones and the third-place New York Giants? No. Because they had to salvage a tie that he was directly responsible for helping salvage that tie. I'll give him that. But then he had a chance in his own freaking ball yard. In a game, I'm there. I'm watching the game. I'm there. I'm watching the from the all-22 view, watching everything he does. And there were opportunities in the game, and all of a sudden you're down two scores, and you know what's about to happen. He could not elevate the team any further than previous quarterbacks had done. So it's time to try somebody else. I don't disagree with any of that. But here's my question. Why, if you're Taylor Heineke, would you even consider coming back? Because here? you want a job that pays a couple million okay, dollars. But not if you're if you're claimed of I mean, if everything you're about is I want to be a starter. I want to have a chance at being the starter. If the head coach who you already know doesn't buy into you completely says Somebody else with one game of experience is QB one. What what message does that send? Go go try to find go a somewhere job somewhere else. else. Exactly. 
I so, don't so, doubt Chris. So, I don't doubt. Look, I don't right, doubt. So wh- I don't why doubt Taylor send that Heineke. messaging? Why look, you you say Derek you Carr's Taylor not going to answer go the compete phone? with Fine. Desmond Ritter down in Atlanta? Fine. You want him to go try to get a job well, in Indianapolis? He can go to Las Vegas. He can go to Indianapolis sure. somewhere. But but my point is is he he knows already. He's got no chance of being the starter here. My point is, is QB1, Ron is saying QB1 doesn't necessarily mean he's a starter. No, 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 Ron. Every ounce of evidence, every ounce of, I remember this stuff. Nobody else does. I do. QB1 means unquestioned starter. That's what it means. Yeah, because if he gets beat out by a, uh, if he gets beat out by a Case Keenum or a Tyrod Taylor at this point, then we have concerns about whether Sam Howell can be the guy going forward. Period. But QB1 in this house, in this organization, with this head coach, means unquestioned starter. Absolutely. The the proof is in the freaking Let's go, Sam. Let's go, Sam Howell. This is your job, Hoss. It's your job. Take the bull by the horns. Take this job. Elevate this team beyond eight wins, please. 301-230-0980. We'll let you contribute finally. Yesterday was a very long day of a lot of information and a lot of reaction. We'll also hear some of Ron's comments from yesterday. We'll get your reaction. Any problem with him saying Sam Howell is QB1, but he's not the starter yet. 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst, 9 to noon, right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Grab T-shirt and I here from Odyssey, D.C., big into college football. 
And one of the great stars of this upcoming draft, this news is coming out within the last 15 minutes, and he's scheduled to speak at the Combine today. I doubt we're going to get him at the Combine. But Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter, allegedly present at the scene of a teammate's fatal crash January 15th, drove away and misled police about it afterward, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's report that Carter first told police he was nearly a mile away when the fatal crash happened, then said he was behind the other vehicle and could see its taillights, then said he was alongside the car when it crashed. Georgia football staffer Chandler LaCroix was driving the car that crashed, and of course offensive lineman uh, Devin Willick was a passenger. They both died in the crash, and another football staffer and Football player were injured. Police questioned Carter about whether he was racing the other car. Carter denied it. The official story now had been that it was a single car crash caused by LaCroix. She was driving too fast. It's not clear whether Carter at this point can be in legal jeopardy based on the new information. Carter was ticketed in September for driving, get this, 89 in a 45 Couple, I saw a couple of those guys on uh, 295 this morning. Well, there's a camera on 295. Yeah. If they went by that thing 89, it sure snapped well, their picture. Well, they sure as hell weren't in the lanes, I can tell you that much. They were trying to get around all the traffic that everybody was stuck in. But anyway, now they're here and over there. Jalen, like, listen, I, I, I'm harder edged than you. There's no question. So I'm I'm trying in my older years. Now this is a guy that could have legitimately gone number yeah, one. Absolutely. So absolutely because the Bears are talking about trading out of the number one spot and already getting interest. But if they stay in the number one spot, they're not taking a quarterback. It doesn't certainly seem. And I, even though I'm not completely sold on Justin Fields, I probably wouldn't either. Okay, especially because I'm not absolutely sold on on Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, but whatever. I probably wouldn't either. But if they're not going to take one of the two quarterbacks and therefore trade Justin Fields, what what were they going to do? They were going to take Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could take Will Anderson. You could. You could do that. But we're talking about, like you said, the potential. No longer... There's no way you could, right? How how do you how do you take somebody number one, number two, number three, number four, number five with all of those legal questions? And I don't. All of first those of all, problems? I don't think I don't think it's going to cause him. I, I don't think it's going to cost him incarceration or anything here, of any kind. Uh, I think this is panic, immaturity when something like this happens. He didn't necessarily cause the accident. It wasn't like he ran them off the road or anything, uh, you know, unless some other information comes to light. But as I was just, Drab and I were just talking about, Jalen Carter has to get in a room now and explain to these adults, hey, you know, yeah, this was a tough moment for me. You know, he's got to take accountability, show some humility, and go from there. I believe Jalen Carter still going to be a top five or six pick in the draft. The guy's too good of a football player. And like I said, I don't think this is going to cause him, unless something else comes up out of this, uh, you know, that we don't know about, then uh, this is, this is a young person panicking in the case of an accident. And I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to cost him quote, 
you know, I think being a, he's still going to be a top five to eight pick without question. I'll be shocked if he's not. I mean, if if you have arrest warrants out for you, okay? Yeah, but for, it's a, it's an arrest warrant for essentially reckless driving, yeah. irresponsible behavior, what have you, racing. Nothing that's uh, going to put him in jail. Right, right, understood. But when do you, as an NFL organization, go? We're, wait, we're going to spend a number top three overall pick, a top five overall pick, a top one overall pick on a guy who made a terrible, terrible set of decisions in various ways. Maybe he's made decisions that are similar to this along the way. M- not, not maybe to this as degree, I said, it's going to take. Jalen Carter getting a room with these teams right. when they interview him. But how do you do that in 15 minutes? See, see, no, because see, you can go to look. You'll be able to go to his workout day. Fair. You'll be able to set up other so thirty other teams. You'll be able to set up other you, conversations with him. You'll be able to have a him. private visit yeah, at your facility. Absolutely. Let me ask you this: Do you? I mean, if you spend this uh, is it, where this is where mm-hmm. the Jalen Carter team. Okay, this is where. A good publicist? The good publicists, the good uh, PR people, panic PR people. I always remember this, though. You're right about that, but they work for the the person. They do, but... Their job is not to tell you the truth. Their job... Yeah, see, I think that I completely disagree. I disagree. He put their people... He is now in crisis PR mode. Do you think a PR person always tells the truth? I do believe crisis PR people do tell the truth. And Boy. if I'm Jalen Carter's agent, I go find some of the best crisis PR people right now. How because did Dan, I how did have Dan to never say, hire a crisis PR guy? Because Dan, <laughs> Dan is a solo act. Okay. So, Dan Snyder is so, a solo act. So Jalen Carter, the 21-ish year old top three Draft prospect should hire a uh, a head PR uh, crisis hunch. You know, you mentioned um, um, who do we know on uh, on Francis um, Francis Rhymers, right. somebody Julie like Parker, that. right? Somebody should that hire specializes somebody like that. in this type of you know. In, in Francis's case, you know, she she helps you maximize your brand. Well, right now, Jalen Carter has to go into crisis mode to protect his brand. Okay, but but here's my question. Maybe I'm being naive. What could she or Julie Parker, no offense to any of them, they're wonderful people, or any crisis PR person tell you? They can that- work with him right now on the things that are going to be most important when he sits down now with NFL general managers okay. and coaches over the next few weeks. What if there's stuff that scouts, road scouts, already know? Because they're yes, there. That's, because, again, they're, they're, again, because they're talking to people. Now it's about, it's about teaching Jalen. You have to have accountability on this stuff. Take responsibility. Don't run from it. Even if you have to submit yourself to some form of counseling and training or something like that as well. You have to show these people that you're serious about making football your vocation. And because what's the what's the one what's the other biggest worry? As soon as a guy comes into money, 
you know, they start buying cars and they start, you know, spending irresponsibly Mm -hmm. and put themselves in awkward situations with hangers-ons and stuff like that. Jalen Carter right now has to go into crisis PR mode, develop a strategy. How are you, what are you going to say? What they're going to prepare him for is what do you say when this question is asked? What are you going to say? Right. How are you going to answer it? These people help you figure out what you're going to say in a time of crisis so you don't panic inside that room now as you're trying to save yourself millions and millions of dollars as an NFL player right. as a top draft pick. Here's the thing. Uh, maybe I'm naive. There is zero, zero that Jalen Carter can say that's going to make me forget about and think, oh, this guy just had one bad moment, one bad night, well, one I bad. Well, I mean, look, if Player you know, X, if at 17 years old, Player X went into a 7-Eleven at 1 a.m. and know, stole some hap- chips and a soda. But this just happened. I mean, you're the kind of guy, you're the kind of guy that steadfastly <laughs> has said, if there's any kind of character uh, issue in someone's past, you want to run from them. You know, like a like they're a plague. Pete, here here's the problem. If that was the case, he's, twi- he's 21. Mm-hmm. It just happened on January 15th. I'm well aware, and it killed a former teammate and a staffer because he had to, you know, basically sh- get into a, a a a male anatomy measuring contest with some other clown who was driving 105 miles an hour. Well, she would lose that male anatomy contest because it was a she. Of uh, whatever. But the fact remains is. Yes, it, it it certainly appears now as if there may have been some form of, at that time, immature, playful racing down a highway, and it led to multiple people is that play- ending up killed. Is that playful, or is that no one being an idiot? They think at the time it's playful. We've all been that age. I I've, I I mean I I admit. Like I get mad. I know traffic. I, I, got I know mad. traffic doesn't move on Long Island well enough for you to go no, over forty I, miles an hour. I but. get mad when somebody intentionally cuts me off and is reckless, and oh, I sure. beat my horn, and some guy did, and I, I was. You're right. the guy beeping the horn oh. that turns me into the Incredible Hulk. It's you. It was right before the the bridge to get over to Nationals Park off of two ninety five yes, this morning, Eleventh Street, bridge. and some guy was, you know, he he put out his middle finger. Of course, it was a male mm-hmm. Maryland driver as usual, and he just gave me the middle finger because I was. Okay, I'm not telling you I handled that right, but you know what I didn't do? I didn't get into a drag race with him. I didn't then try and cut him off to cause a crash for him and others. I didn't try – I mean, I was mad in the moment. I beat my horn. Maybe I beat my horn more than a little bit too much. But then I I had to let it go, Right. Jalen Carter in this particular case, and I understand there's a difference between somebody that's 21 and 49, but in this particular case, doesn't let anything go, and it leads to a couple of deaths. And changing stories and changing versions. So if you're an NFL team, and that's how, I mean, this type of stuff happens all the time. If you're an NFL team thinking about, okay, even though they're misdemeanor charges, if you're an NFL team thinking about investing the kind of money and the kind of draft capital in Jalen Carter. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. You, I know what you... you're saying. The first time he's late for a team meeting, is he going to be up front and say, Coach, I just overslept my bad? Right. Or is he going to try and blame it on, well, you know, my car wouldn't start or, you know, my brother took my car 
And I didn't have my car at home. My you know, dog I had ate to wait my for, homework. I had to wait for him to come back. <laughs> right. My, do- my dog ate my playbook. That, that is the legitimate concern right. that, you know, is he going to be late for meetings? Is he going to, you know, blame it on other people when you don't do your assignment? Are you going to blame it on saying, hey, you know, the other defensive tackle didn't, you know, go where he was supposed to. So that kind of left me to kind of do my own thing here. You know, yes, I understand that portion of it. But I, I still believe Jalen Carter now has to sit in a room and tell those people and be a man about it, take accountability, and he's still going to be able to, as long as he comes across believable and he believes what he's saying and he grows up a little bit, he's still going to find himself picked in the top five to top ten of this NFL draft to make a lot of money. But it's up to him. He ha- He can go in this room and he can mess it up. He can mess it up in these interviews, too. And that's why I say getting him great help right now in that regard is, it is in my opinion, is job number one for Jalen Carter, his agent, and everybody else right now. If I'm the Bears, there's zero chance I'm staying well, in one spot. I was going to say, they're, they can trade out. Yeah, I mean, they could go get Will Anderson. Right. But they could also trade down and still get good players in the top yeah. four or five. Right. Uh, the Bears, I think, are, the Bears are in a great. I think the Bears are in a great situation. But I'm not facing that decision where I'm probably not taking the quarterbacks either one. Mm-hmm. I, I guess you could if you wanted to, but I'm probably not doing that for various reasons. And then I've got to choose between Jalen Carter and Will Anderson because there's really nobody else that I can think of that really would mm-hmm. qualify for number one. Yeah, I mean, outside of the quarterbacks, right. those two. Because none of the linemen right. are spicy enough right. to me. There was a point where I think Skaronsky at one point people thought could be a top five yeah. early in the process. But even there are some people that think Skaronsky can end up being a guard, Yep. Uh, ironically well, that, enough. I mean, and you're not picking him in the top five. If people think he can be moved into guard, there ain't no chance he's going right. in the top so, five. So, I mean, I'm just saying that's... Right now, what that does do... Unless you're the Washington Redskins. Well, it does hurt the... I mean, it slightly alters the Bears' leverage because that's one other good player that a team might be interested in jumping up there for uh, and that you could trade down to get. But still in all, they're going to get a great football player, uh, you know, at that point. And I think they're still in a win-win situation. 301-230-0980. More of what Ron alluded to yesterday at the Combine, including the franchising of Deron Payne. We'll talk about that next. Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion from WWE, joins us at 1130. We're halfway home on a Wednesday morning right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Chris has a look at what's trending. Here's what's trending on the Team 980. Yeah, and as we were talking about the NFL Combine uh, underway, of course, interviews with players, on-field workouts to begin uh, on uh, Thursday. But the big story, as we've been chatting about the last 10 minutes or so, Jalen Carter could be the number one overall pick, uh, subject of an arrest warrant in Athens, Georgia, after being implicated by police for racing in a crash that took the life of a former teammate and UGA staffer. More on that as it develops. Meanwhile, the Wizards with a big win last night in Atlanta on the road, 119-116. No Kristaps Porzingis and more as the Wiz get a huge effort from both Kyle Kuzma and Bradley Beal. They come home tonight, or I'm sorry, tomorrow night to take on the Toronto Raptors at 7 o'clock. And Aaron Rodgers, who just got released from his own dark dungeon, he says, he says, a decision is coming soon. 
sooner than later. Sooner than later. And it actually, he said it on a different podcast, not on the Pat McAfee show. Who knew? Aaron Rodgers actually likes did, other podcasts. Did he, did he do it on the Locked on Commanders podcast? No, no, no. Darn. No, he didn't. On uh, whoever Aubrey Marcus is, the Aubrey Marcus podcast, whatever that is, uh, that a decision is coming sooner than later. So maybe, just maybe, Aaron Rodgers will make the decision at 238 for Paulie on the Team 980. And that's what's trending. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. We were hungry for the name Wolves. We're hungry for wins. How does Washington get there? As the Washington football team, Ron Rivera, speaking at the Combine, all looking for prospects now. We know who the top prospects are, where you can really do some significant inroads here at the Combine. You got film on everybody. But sitting in a room, talking to guys, interacting with them, you know, you can find out whether. You know, quite frankly, they're, they've got good football IQ. Uh, you can find out a little bit about their character. Are they engaged with you? Do they look at you when they talk to you? Little things that you're trying to evaluate about the players. You know, are they going to be good people in your locker room? Are they going to be someone that's going to engage with the other players? Are they going to be good teammates? Because if you bring a disruption into your locker room, that can affect winning and losing uh, in a big way as well. So that's what the combine allows you to do and you know just like this news with Jalen Carter Carter was supposed to speak today at the combine and whether that's actually going to happen or not we're going to have to find out he's supposed to be speaking this morning but the news about an arrest warrant out for him uh, for reckless driving in the crash that eventually killed another teammate in a different car in a car driven by someone else and you know, that reckless driving contributing to something like that is going to be something he's going to have to answer for now uh, here at the Combine, if not here, certainly down the line when he has his pro day. Ron Rivera and what we were talking about with, you know, the things like Deron Payne, also free agency, which they will have a month and a half of before the draft to try and evaluate and help the roster. But the also the big key was the ownership situation and how that affects what they do coming up here this month in free agency. Ron talked about that yesterday in Indianapolis. It doesn't, and that's one of the really neat things about it. You know, it's again, and I've said this over, you know, probably within the last month, is I've gotten a lot of support on the things that I've wanted to do from ownership. What, what we do, for the most part, is we've put our plan together. Uh, I've met with them. I've let them know exactly what we're doing, and they've been very supportive. So they go out and do the things you need to do. So that's all we're going to do. 
Who do you think those meetings are with? Are they with Dan or are they with Jason, who then communicates through Dan? Or from Dan? I mean, Ron said at the beginning of the offseason that he was actually going to meet with Dan and T together in Potomac or presumably at one of their, you know, whatevers. Um, I, I don't know if there's been other face-to-face meetings with Dan and T spending a lot of time over in London and whatever. So my understanding, the way Ron has always explained it, is they talk, meaning Ron directly and Dan, on a fairly regular basis, whatever that is defined as. Jason, the way Ron has always explained it, the way Jason has always explained it, even though he played football, NFL football, not too long ago, stays out of, for the most part, the football operations Right, he's not there to be the GM. Um, it's Ron, so I would assume Ron either via Zoom or you know, like if they feel like it's more beneficial to be face to face via video, which I know some people do, or he just calls him on the phone. Oh, Dan! Hey, Dan, buddy, I'm on uh, the 18th of Pebble instead of being down there eating barbecue in Mobile. Oh, Dan, how's T? <laughs> Welcome back to Medhurst and Russell. Do you think that? Do you think that's going to be Medhurst? Do you think and that how that conversation goes? <laughs> it's going to be Medhurst and Medhurst if I keep being. Do you an think ass. that? Do you think that's how that conversation goes? <laughs> In my mind, yes. I mean, <laughs> in my mind, hey Dan, one seventeen. It's beautiful here. In my warped mind, where are you, absolutely, Dan? Absolutely, yes. That's how I think that conversation. Ron, goes. we can't talk. I'm trying to hide. They're they're bugging my phone. <laughs> I'm in a secret location somewhere overseas. I don't want them to find where I'm at. Just tell Jason what you're doing. He'll communicate it to me, and I'll approve. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Exactly. Dan, Dan says, well, sorry, sorry, Ron. I'm, I'm having uh, fish and chips, uh, you know, on the O2, whatever that is, at the O2 Arena mm. in London. Uh, but anyway, yeah, in my, in my sick, warped, twisted mind, yeah, I believe that's how the conversation goes. No, I, I mean, again, I, I, I personally do not believe that Dan has made any order to say, don't spend this money, you have to come in way under the salary cap, anything like that. However, like with all things, and especially when it comes to the quarterback, but in this case, because there probably will be no big-time pursuit of a quarterback, I believe it's like when it comes to Deron Payne or when it comes to signing a costly free agent. Whatever we can determine as costly, I, I think we all, you know, anybody of any significance, hey, Check with me. Keep me in the loop. Because if I don't have $30 million hanging around and you guys want to give them a $30 million fully guaranteed signing bonus, I got to pay that. But I got to check with my lawyers and my, uh, uh, you know, people to make sure I can pay that right now. Otherwise, go ahead. Do what you got to do. You know, I, I don't think Ron has to check with Dan to cut Bobby McCain. Right, right. Uh, or, or or to sign, re-sign David Mayo. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Hey, Dan, I'm on the 18th hole at Pebble. You mind if we uh, sign Dan? What's his name? Uh, David, David Mustard? 
Oh, I mean David Mayo. Think about that. They love signing, you know, they love signing uh, food-related and beverage-related players. Mayo, Wild Goose, you know. Rashad Wild Goose coming back. I, 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 I... Wild Goose might be your starting slot corner. No. <laughs> right now, Danny Johnson's not on the contract. I understand. I understand. Maybe with more time, Wild Goose turned into a better player. We'll see. Yeah. Half hour away from talking to Gunther, WWE's Intercontinental Champion. He's going to be in the building Friday. We'll talk about that with him coming up at the bottom of the hour right here on Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.